When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Wolfpack Sports Network. On the Wolfpack Sports Network from Learfield, this is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Doran, presented by Coors Light. Over the next 60 minutes, we'll hear from head coach Dave Doran and give you the inside scoop on what else is going on around NC State football. Wolfpack Weekly is brought to you by Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, the Triangle's premier sports pub and bar, located in the heart of Raleigh off Hillsborough Street. Coca-Cola, new look, improved taste, new Coke, zero sugar, and by GFL Environmental, because everyone wins when we take care of the environment. Now, alongside Coach Doran, here's your host, Tony Haynes. Well, it's been a rugged stretch for the NC State football team. Four road games in five weeks, but now a little payoff for the pack because NC State will finish up its 2021 season with a pair of home games at the Carter. First up will be Syracuse in town. 
And that'll be Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock. That means we'll begin our pregame coverage on the radio two hours prior to kickoff. And that will be 2 p.m. with the Lowe's Foods Countdown to kickoff. Thank you for joining us. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn presented by Coors Light. Coach D will be with us at the bottom of the hour to talk about that Syracuse game and recap what happened over the weekend in Winston-Salem. I'm Tony Haynes. My co-host is Jeff Gravely. We will, for the sake of transparency, let you know that we pre-recorded this show in advance. But... Our first guest, he has an illustrious coaching career, so illustrious, in fact, that he's now a member of the East Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Just (laughs) inducted here a couple of weeks ago. You know he is Ruffin McNeil, special assistant to the head coach at NC State. Ruffin, great to have you with us on the show. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame induction. My understanding is that Coach Dorn insisted you be there because you wanted to be at the football game, right? Well, he did. And I found out the Friday before Clemson. And then it came out on Twitter, and he goes, why didn't you tell me? I said, Coach, we got we got sort of a big deal tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's a big team, come big, sort of big deal. And how I am is, you know, my, my focus and my, my life is, is here now. And uh, But I'm honored, and I was honored and humbled. And uh, one of my deals is a we, we, us, and ours type award, any honor like that. And it was due to players and great coaches, and I was in – you know, had a chance to, you know, have some positive things happen. and But, uh, yeah, Coach was – he said, I said, Coach, I'm going to the game in Tallahassee. And he arranged me to, to, to go to the induction. Then the next day flew out and met the team at the stadium. And that was really neat. And I got a chance to not miss a second and hug the kids. And like my normal deal, I sit in this chair – they walked past like the old uncle, at, you know, at a picnic. <laughs> hug me, yeah. And so it was, it was, it was good, and I appreciate Coach Doran doing all that, and and Boo as well, yeah. you know. But Dave really took care of me, and I, I love him dearly, as everybody knows. But he took care of me on that, and make sure I was there. Clemson rubs the rock, NC State's players hug Ruffin they before rough. the game. They That's rough. the way it works. They hug me, and I, and I love it. Uh, they've got great kids and. You know, that's part of my deal is getting to know them. And But, uh, yeah, it was good to get back and good to get get around those. Coach, that was the first time you'd been back since the day. Yeah. And I know it was tough for you to go back, but are you glad you made it back to that Friday night event where you were recognized and honored? And, by the way, folks, if you haven't seen pictures, Ruffin had his red shirt on. <laughs> and Somebody purple country. Brought it. You know what? Jeff, you and I talked on the field one day, and Coach Logan – same situation. Yep. And when you explain how Logues felt when he went back, that stayed on my mind that day. Because mm-hmm. the first time, not just me, but my better three fourths, Erlene. Right. Not my better half. She had to go back for the very first time. And uh, and my daughter, my youngest, my mini me went with me. So it was a uh, it was a different feeling at first. But everybody was nice, glad to see us. Uh, we were glad to be there for the event. And uh, but it, yeah, it was. A, a different because we haven't been back there since the day December 5th. So, uh, but it went well that night, and uh, the other inductees were great, and we finished it off. And then that next day, got on a plane to come down and support the boys. And got the win, too. Yes, sir. You got the win. Now, by the way, just so folks know, too, now you were represented on, on Saturday at the football game at ECU by your better three quarters. Yes, Erlene and Olivia. Yes. We had talked about it and 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 the AD director John Gibb was great. He knew we had a game at Florida State when he called. That's awesome. And I said, "Look, I'm not going to any way possible. I'm going to the game." But 
Erlene and Olivia can stand in for me at the corn toss and at, after the first TV timeout, like, you know, normal mm-hmm. in the end zone. And, and it was good for them. I got goosebumps. I, you know, coaches don't cry, but the eyeballs sweat. There, <laughs> there so, we go. <laughs> so my, so my boys, my boys that we have here that protects coach. Yeah. He was there. His name is, is, is Chris Sutton. He's coming to the game. He's captain. He was my boys like it is for coach. Mm-hmm. And he was there. He took Erlene. He sends me a picture right before the Florida State game. I'm on the sideline. I'm going. Next time I see you, you got problems. Uh-huh. Because I'm on the sideline trying to get pumped up, ready for the game. Not trying, but I am. <laughs> and I see this video of Erlene and Olivia waving and the fans are cheering. That's wow, awesome. So that sort of. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and then my mind went right back to the game. After I told her some mean things on the text. <laughs> <laughs> you played in some epic games against NC State yes. when you're at ECU. Describe what it was like the week of those games. It was it was uh, intense. Uh, coach Die, my coach at the time in my entire career, he was intense, and he had just left Coach Brown, Alabama, took over East Carolina, and was trying to give us make a name there. And uh, so to play an in-state uh, power like uh, like North Carolina State at the time, and UNC, the other school, uh, but it was in, always intense and. Uh, we knew we, the practices were always tough for him, but especially tough that week. And then coming over to the stadium, uh, and at my first start as a East Carolina player was here. Mm. My very first start that season was against North Carolina State as a sophomore. And uh, man, it was, it was. Uh, in, I keep saying the word intense, mm. but it was heightened. Every play is where every play you hold your breath. In the play. <sighs> <laughs> you, 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 you exhale. Yeah. And uh, those games are that type. So exciting and, and uh, a lot of tradition for for us. And uh, so it was it was intense and, and uh, it was fun at the same time. Coach, I know you have a major impact on this program now. I, I see players talk to you all the time. They may sit on the golf cart with you. They may come to your office. You may have short conversations. You may have long conversations. How many relationships and how valuable are those relationships that you have formed here in the two years that you've been on with Coach Dorn? Well, I think when, when Dave and I, like everybody knows, I've known Dave since he's 24. Mm-hmm. So he came back to take something off that chair that he sits in is take some of those things with the kids. He still has, he meets with them. But for me, I get a chance to, to, to talk about a lot of different things. Most of the time, it may be life. It may be about the football. It may be about recovery. It may be about leadership. Uh, at school work like this past week uh, got a group of them that we had and it was about finishing strong here's what you have left here's your goals those type things so it's been a uh, a, for me uh, what gives me utmost satisfaction is 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 taking a a young man sharing my experiences with him and and this is look I've seen it and I've done it this way that that's probably not going to work and let's do it this way and a good chance of working. And uh, Dave and I, our office, you know, are side by side. So they may leave him and they come right to mine a lot of times. But a lot of times I close it up and I have my own separate meets with the kids. And it's been fantastic, you know, from the offensive guys, defensive guys, special teams, uh, coaches come in and sit down and, you know, hey, what would you do versus this? Or a player uh, receivers like Mecca comes by, hey, when you had C.D. Lamb, what does C.D. Lamb do mm-hmm. uh, for – uh, I call five there. 
He asked about Wes Welker because that's who I compared him to when I first got here and saw him run routes. I said, hey, you know, it, it could be anybody. When one was healthy, he's still right now, even though he's, he's not with us on the field, he's at practice every day on that golf cart himself watching the linebackers and defense. So it means a lot to me, and uh, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm honored and proud to be able to have a chance to, to, to hug him and, 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 and love him. But as well as I need, I need discipline, I'm still allowed to do that too. So now you got your golf cart. Isaiah Moore's got his golf cart. Yeah. I'm, the only thing I'm missing is the golf clubs. Well, well, you know what? I I may dress seventies and talk eighties, but I'm probably shooting nineties. <laughs> <laughs> if I, on a good day, I'm gonna look good though. Oh, and I'm gonna have right. Adidas clothes on that Coach got us, and <laughs> I'm gonna have nice Adidas spikes. Oh, the <laughs> shoes he's got on now doesn't have a lick of dirt on them. None. I mean, spotless, spotless. white shoes. And, and I will play military golf. Left, right, left, right. I'm with you, left, coach. right. Consistent. But I have one thought every time. I, I want to hit it as far and as hard as I can. <laughs> That's most important to me. I don't care about form or technique when it's golf. How far can I hit this ball? Now, sometimes I'm I got you. I'm, I'm crooked. Yeah. It. Sometimes I'm hooking it, but it's a fun game. You're hitting it. I'm trying to hit it as hard like as I can. like a defensive back. I, want, I do. You know what I'm saying? Jeff, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm trying to. I want to destroy the ball. <laughs> You're like John Daly. That's, yeah. that's the philosophy. If I could hit like John Daly. And what's the, the guy that has an athletics the, uh, golfer now who, who takes the big swing? You know? Oh, the Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, my God. If I could just do that one time. Oh, you could do it, but they'd have to take you to the hospital. <laughs> After that. Exactly. With back surgery. Exactly. Man, we could keep going. I wish we could. But uh, Ruffin McNeil, thank you so much for the stories and sharing some time with us here on the show. Oh, it's my honor, and thanks for the job you do. And uh, thanks for having me on. It's always a good chance to see you guys and, and be with you. And anytime you need me, just holler. We'll come out of your office. Make yeah. sure you do. All right. Yeah. Ruffin McNeil with us here on uh, Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn. Having a pet can be expensive. However, preventive care such as vaccinations can keep your pets healthy and reduce long-term costs. Members of the North Carolina Veterinary Medical Association remind you to love your pet. See a vet. Stay tuned. More to come. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn presented by Coors Light from Learfield. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Hey, Wolfpack fans, make sure to visit Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, conveniently located on Hillsborough Street, for all your game day needs. With over 20 LED TVs, cornhole, championship pool tables, and a huge selection of draft beers, it's perfect for groups and large parties. Visit BrickHouse-NC.com for more information and to view our upcoming events. That's BrickHouse-NC.com. Come check us out. That to-do list you have needs one more thing chill it's an easy thing to do just crack open an ice cold coors light and chill take the afternoon off and binge watch anything go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours who's counting anyways or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week whatever you do do it with a coors light mountain cold refreshment made to chill 2020 coors brewing company golden colorado celebrate responsibly it's bow time 
So it's game time and you got a bunch of rabid fans. Dad, we're hungry. You head out to fire up burgers and dogs and go from grill master to MVP. Then you realize you're out of GAS. Yup, out of gas on game day. What do you do? Drop a big bow box on it. Game on. Feed a family of four with eight pieces of chicken, biscuits, fixings, and tea. It's bow time. Sometimes everything goes your way, and sometimes it doesn't. Just like on the field or on the court, life and business have ups and downs. I'm Larry Barber, President and CEO of North State Bank, and that's why you need to call us. We'll be with you no matter what comes your way. North State Bank, the best call you'll ever make. Visit NorthStateBank.com to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, and home to Wolfpack fans. There's never been a better time to be at Pinehurst Resort, the home of American golf. The championship legacy of Pinehurst number two endures as the U.S. Open's first anchor site and is just one of nine championship golf courses to experience. Enjoy a loop on the cradle, the short course that's been hailed as the most fun 10 acres in all of golf. Off the course, indulge in craft beer and barbecue at the Pinehurst Brewing Company or relax in the stylish North-South Bar. Pinehurst, a proud sponsor of NC State Athletics, has never been better. Go to Pinehurst.com now to plan your visit. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, celebrate responsibly. Coming up this weekend, NC State returns home to Carter-Finley Stadium for the first time in a while, and Syracuse will be the opponent for p.m. kickoff time. We'll begin our pregame coverage at 2 o'clock. Coach Dorn will be with us here shortly. I'm Tony Haynes along with uh, Jeff Gravely, and I think uh, throughout the season we saw it developing, and this doesn't surprise us, Jeff, that 22 of 45 ACC games have been decided by one possession. Wow. And I think we proclaimed it on our podcast, maybe on this show, even midseason that the teams that do the best job prevailing in close games are going to have the best chance to get to Charlotte. Now, it's not a done deal either way yet. Wake Forest hadn't clinched it yet, although nope. they beat the Pack 45-42 the other night. Think about Wake. Three of Wake's wins have been by three points. Right. NC State's two losses by a whopping total of four. Mm -hmm. A one-point loss at Miami and then the three-point defeat at Wake. That's kind of the story at this point. And you look at how uh, Wake Forest beat Syracuse up in at Syracuse. It was almost a Hail Mary final final uh, touchdown pass mm -hmm. in overtime. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why in these games so many of the smallest things can make the difference in – a margin that's going to be that small and that's why some things are magnified there were many things that were magnified uh, for nc state in the loss against wake forest and on the contrary wake forest made enough mistakes to quote lose that game sure. as well mm -hmm. and so it was uh, you're right i think from here on out unless we get to a point of attrition in the league where teams are just like man i'm i'm done but there's so much on the plate still left for nc state i don't see that and it was all about third down, really, in the Wake Forest no game. No question. I mean, Wake was 10 of 19 on third down, but that doesn't even include at least two third down conversions, two third and long conversions they had because of penalties. Exactly. And that's what's kind of painful for NC State. You know, State's been the best third down defensive team in the country. 
they did a pretty good job on first and second down most of the game. They got Wake in third and long, but then Sam Hartman kept pulling a rat, rabbit out of his hat every time. And then out of his you, hat, yeah, yeah good, you look catch there. Yeah, you look at <laughs> fourteen penalties. Yes, uh, that's not like NC State. Well, that's and, the thing. There were so many things that, like, yeah, they had a season high in penalties. Mm-hmm. It was the worst they'd been on third down as far as State's defense. Mm-hmm. They had a season low eighteen rushing attempts, and there were a lot of things. Three that turnovers. Were, yeah, three turnovers, which was you know Leary had two all year, and he had two in that one. But, you know, I think sometimes in a game of that magnitude, when you know how much is riding on it, it can force you into some unusual tendencies or unusual mistakes. Plus, it seemed like a heavyweight fight. It was like every play. There was one team or another team having some guy on the turf that they were having to cart off on the field. So it was, uh, you know, if – NC State had a won that game. We would have looked at that as one of the more memorable games because of the magnitude and all that happened in it. But the fact that it was a loss, now you're in recovery mode uh, heading into the final two games. Well, NC State quarterback Devin Leary says losing a close one at Wake was tough, but he also adds that the pack can't dwell on it. You know, we just go back to work now. I mean, there's not really much to it. We can't go back and change anything. Um, as much as we would like to, but at this point we have to control what we can control. Still got two more games left. We have to win these last two and see where we see where we land. Yeah, nobody's perfect. Devin Leary's not perfect, but he's been pretty darn good. Ooh. And he's got uh, what twelve touchdown passes the last three games, four in each. Yeah, he's got the school record as far as uh, three straight games with four touchdowns, and he's got four straight games with three hundred or more yards. So you look at him. 29 touchdowns on the year, five interceptions. If you just said at the beginning of the year, that would be his end of the season statistics. I think you would take it. And he's climbing the ladder on the career chart as far as touchdown passes in a season. And NC State is not mathematically eliminated from the Atlantic Division title. In fact, I don't have to tell you about it. Listen, NC State receiver Thayer Thomas, who has it all mapped out. First of all, it starts with us. Like We just got to take the next two games one game at a time. Um, and then also know in the back of our head that Wake goes and plays at Clemson. Um, and I know Clemson has a loss at home in probably 30-plus games. Um, so it's definitely a challenge for Wake Forest to go there and beat Clemson at Clemson. And then you never know, they go to uh, Boston College on their senior day at the end of November, which is going to be probably a cold game. And they got their quarterback back. So, you know, I think um, we're very, like, you know, confident in ourselves to finish out the way we're supposed to and then also – we know that they're, you know we still have a chance of this thing. We just gotta do our part and then hope and pray. Not all players look at the math and look at the tiebreakers. He did. He, he just did. laid it out there. He's got it because if Clemson, Wake Forest, NC State all finished at six and two, State wins the tiebreaker. That's exactly right. I, you know, and you know, I, I think that still. You know, you wonder how NC State's going to respond after a loss like that. And mm-hmm. I think Thayer just summed it up. The fact that there's still so much to play for. The fact that you get to play here uh, at Carter-Finley Stadium in the last two games against Syracuse and against your rival in North Carolina. That's that's The Wake game did not eliminate you. Mm-hmm. It just made things a whole lot, a lot tougher. Harder. Smaller margin for error. There now, you and go. NC State, first and foremost, got to win both of those football games right. against Syracuse and North Carolina. Another thing that hangs in the balance here, if State wins out in the regular season and then prevails in the bowl game, that's a 10-win season. Only one NC State team has gotten to 10. That was the 2002 club that won 11 games. And uh, Davin Van, defensive lineman for NC State, he said a 10-win season would be nice, but there's one primary focus right now. 
yes, but honestly, we've just been focusing on trying to win one week at a time. You know, we're not really worried about the ten week or the ten win season. We're kind of just trying to focus on Syracuse or whoever our next opponent is and get that win in the bag. Yeah, that's the only way to approach it right now. The old cliche, one at a time. But you know, Bones McKinney once said, "I did a radio show with him many years ago." Oh my he gosh, says he, he didn't like that cliche, one game at a time. He says, "I've never seen anybody play two at a time." Well, <laughs> that's true. He looked he at never, it from a literal sense. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's the mind thing. You can't yeah. look too far ahead. You got to take care of what's in front of you. And this week, it's Syracuse. And everybody's banged up. We're here in November, but let's face it. You know, some more than others, and. NC State had a lot of guys coming and going during that Wake Forest game. And Thayer Thomas says playing through bumps and bruises is just a fact of life this time of year. Yeah, I think our team's a pretty um, veteran group. So each week after a game, you're always sort of banged up. Everybody sort of feels the same. But, you know, that's everywhere in um, college football. Everybody sort of feels that this time of the year. So I think we have a very veteran, older group, which understands the importance of getting your recovery in like on a Monday, you know, you're in the training room for multiple hours doing what you're supposed to do in the cold tubs. Um, and then just knowing the importance of getting your sleep at night. Um, I think everybody just sort of uh, is taking that very seriously at this time of the year, just because, you know, it could give you an edge on the uh, on the field on Saturday. We should mention the name Justin Smith. He's the uh, director of sports <laughs> medicine absolutely. for <laughs> NC State football. He and his staff, this time of year, they have to be the MVPs to keep this team moving forward. Justin got a lot of TV time Saturday night. He and did. That's not a good thing. Never good. Justin would rather not be on TV at all than having to go out to the field to address somebody or be on the sidelines. But, yeah, you make a great point, Tony. Kudos to that staff to be able to get them uh, guys that are able to come back and play, get them back out there and feel as good as they can at this point in the season. GFL Environmental and NC State Athletics are proud to be back again this season promoting Wolfpack Recycling Excellence through the Zero Waste Wolfpack program at Carter-Finley Stadium. Promote Wolfpack excellence and recycle. Stay right where you are. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by the head coach himself. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light from Learfield. Hey, Wolfpack fans. Make sure to visit Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, conveniently located on Hillsboro Street, for all your game day needs. With over 20 LED TVs, cornhole, championship pool tables, and a huge selection of draft beers, it's perfect for groups and large parties. Visit BrickHouse-NC.com for more information and to view our upcoming events. That's BrickHouse-NC.com. Come check us out. It's bow time. So it's game time and you got a bunch of rabid fans. Dad, we're hungry. You head out to fire up burgers and dogs and go from grill master to MVP. Then you realize you're out of GAS. Yup, out of gas on game day. What do you do? Drop a big bow box on it. Game on. Feed a family of four with eight pieces of chicken, biscuits, fixings, and tea. It's bow time. Am I dreaming? <laughs> Indeed you are, Liz. Welcome to the apartment of your dreams by Cortland. Wow, everyone seems so happy and full of life. Maybe that's why Cortland received Reputation.com's number one ranking. Ooh, check out that pool. It's full of <gasps> mermen. Equiminon, put that dragon away. You're not licensed. Hunky, dreamy merman. Please don't wake up. Please don't wake up. Please don't wake up. Eight dreamy apartment communities in Raleigh-Durham. Cortland, next level apartment living. 
At Fiesel, when it comes to your roof, we don't mess around. We always start with an elite leak barrier, purpose-built cap nails, and the highest quality American-made shingles. It's the extra effort that allows us to provide homeowners with a lifetime warranty. The details matter. That's why you hire Fiesel. Fiesel, a proud supporter of NC State Athletics. Learn more and schedule your free roof inspection at FieselInc.com. Sammy's Tap and Grill has been serving the Raleigh area since the year 2000. Famous for our fantastic food and fun atmosphere and known for its 44 taps and over 70 TVs. Keep us in mind for large parties and for watching your favorite team among friends. Sammy's is located between NC State University's main and Centennial Campus on Avon Ferry Road at the Mission Valley Shopping Center. Liberty Senior Living Communities offer vibrant lifestyles in some of North Carolina's most sought-after locations. The amenities of fine resorts and the incomparable comforts of home. All Liberty Senior Living Communities are designed for active seniors and feature whole-person wellness, distinctive dining, life enrichment, and top-class amenities and services. Visit your local Liberty Senior Living Community, the Templeton of Cary, today and come home to the retirement you deserve. Exceptional senior living here, there, and everywhere you want to be. With Zero Sugar and now even more delicious is the new Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, the best Coke ever. Uh, find out for yourself. And welcome back to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light, NC State, and Syracuse at Carter-Finley Stadium, a home game for the pack Saturday afternoon and an afternoon game. Uh, how about that? Four o'clock will be kickoff and we'll begin our pregame coverage at 2 p.m. And Coach Dorn joins us now. And if you've ever toured the Murphy Football Center and you go down to the first floor, on one side of the hall is the locker room. The other side of the hall, there's this beautiful, spacious training room. It's state-of-the-art, and it's big. But has it been big enough the last couple of days, Coach? No, uh, unfortunately not. And uh, it's hard when you walk down there. So I try to, you know, walk through the building in the morning when the players are here. And you, you look over there and you see guys that are out for the season, Isaiah, Peyton, CJ, you know, and so on, so on, so on. And. And then you see guys that are playing and, you know, they're being duct taped together basically. And it's like, damn, you know, (laughs) these guys are giving us everything they got. And it's just, uh, you know, part of it is football. Part of it is football playing, you know, through bumps and bruises. Part of it is accumulation. And, you know, it's like I said, I think we had a very unique opportunity with a very unique team when the season started. And we're just not the same but we're playing the same way from an effort standpoint. I'm super proud of our guys for that. Everybody is banged up this time of year, but some more than others. Yeah. How challenging is it for players to practice and play games at a high level this time of year? It depends on the injury factor on your roster. You know, for us right now, the practices are shorter. Uh, we're not capable of practicing the way that we were, you know, six weeks ago with our depth chart. And we'd have, you know, diminishing returns as a staff. So, you know, we talk about how many periods do we need, what do you need to, to get the reps in that the kids need to be able to function and play fast, and that's how many we're going to do. You know, as because we had the depth we did when the season started, we're able to, you know, continue to play well. But like I told you guys a few weeks ago, your, your backups now change from experienced backups to freshmen, 
and uh, that, you know, sometimes can make practice a little bit tough, you know. It was like watching last week a boxing match, both teams. I mean, there were haymakers being thrown here and there, guys all over the field, and, yeah. you know, the old Andy Griffith, uh, what it was was football. They towed him off and run another and on. So it was one of those things where it was on both sides, and it was just like a heavyweight fight throughout yeah. the night. Well, we we actually talked about it like that as, as a team. You know, I said this is going to be a 15-round bout. There's going to be punches thrown that we get hit, and we're going to fall down, we're going to get up, and we're going to hit them back. And whoever hits one more time than the other team might win. And, you know, felt like it was that kind of ball game leading into it. So, you know, I, I, again, I just think with all the things we've been through, particularly on defense, it's you played 100 snaps with, you know, seven guys. Once Shy was removed from the game, there were seven starters that couldn't play. Coach, there was one thing you said Monday. That you led your press conference off with this quote, and I think I thought it was just so spot on. Games like that hurt your heart. Yeah. How do you recover from games that hurt your heart? Uh, you, you kind of recalibrate what's left. And, and for me, uh, it was nine years of work going into that moment. Not that I still can't get there. I can. I need help now. But, you know, I had to sit there and shake it off. And then I said, okay, look, what happens if we went out? Well, we're undefeated at home. We beat our rival. We win nine to the chance to win ten in a bowl game. We, we're going to finish in the top 25 if we do that. You know, uh, all kinds of things. And there's been one team in school history when, you know, 11 games, no one's won 10. So there was a lot to kind of point our guys back in the right direction. And, and for the staff, same thing. Like, it's all about making the program better at the end of the day. And so that's what we do. And, you know, like I told the team today, wouldn't it be a shame if Wake does slip up and we don't handle our business, mm. that would be a real shame, you know. And, and the guys heard me loud and clear. we got to go attack this thing and put ourselves in the best position we can in case that happens. And there's still an opportunity. There is. There is still an opportunity. There is, yeah. I mean, you know, anytime you get to play two home games two in a row for us, it's like, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and get to play an afternoon game like Tony mentioned, that's even better and and we got a quick turnaround for the UNC game, so I guess I'm glad that's at night. It buys us about four more hours to recover from the last game. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be a crazy ten days what well, we got left. Over the last two years, NC State's won eight consecutive games at the Carter, and that's the best streak since the 93-94 season. Those teams won eight in a row at Carter-Finley Stadium. But an opportunity, you mentioned this, going unbeaten at home this year. That's a big deal to you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, I think uh, – one, it just it says a lot about the kind of environment you have. I think that is an impact in recruiting. Um, I hope our fans get behind that. You know, I think sometimes they don't get what they want in a, a win or a loss, and it dictates whether they come to the next game, and I, I really hope that's not the case. This is Military Appreciation Week. This is an opportunity to celebrate a really good football team that needs their help uh, in a game. Um, the better the crowd is, the harder it is for teams to beat us, and, and – we do work together in that. Four road games in five weeks. You knew it was going to be tough. Might that stretch have been more difficult than you could have imagined? Yeah, I, I think making it uh, the PM schedule with the road schedule made it harder than I anticipated it being. Um, had it been different, you know, maybe a, a one noon game in there, one afternoon game and two night games, just – like I told somebody the other day, I mean, the way that I want you to look at it is we lose five hours of sleep when we get home at three in the morning. And that's going to have happened now eight times. And so, you know, over the course of the season, that's 40 hours of sleep, you know, and 
that adds up on these guys. It adds up on a coach. And, you know, it's just the more tired you are, the less sharp you are. And, you know, from a player's standpoint, that's going to hurt their reaction time on some things. What are the challenges to not only physically recover, but to mentally recover and get things back on track? Thayer Thomas and, and uh, Davin Van talked about the opportunity. I mean, Thayer laid it out on the line. He knew exactly what needed to happen, and yeah. he, he almost already sounded like he was in recovery mode, and that happened starting on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I think once I put it out there and gave them the direction, they, they understood, you know, where they needed to head, and we know we need help. But, you know, we also know that winning at Clemson is not easy, and that's what Wake has to do this week. Boston College up there in November and their quarterback's healthy. I mean, they still got to play two good teams and, you know, we got to win out. So there's a lot that we got to worry about on our side and our players get it. You know, the other thing that happens behind the scenes that no one knows about, you know, is just these guys get sick sometimes too. You know, we're dealing with colds and flus and there's been a lot of that this month going around our campus and I think we probably brought some of it back from Florida State because their whole team had it when we were down there. But we deal with that on a daily basis, too, and that's on top of the regular physical injuries you have. The last thing we talked about on the radio show last week was third down. Yeah. And we knew it was kind of a battle of the titans there. State's defense, number one in the country, Wake 51% on offense. And it swung towards Wake, 10 out of 19 on third down. A couple of penalties also got the yeah. first downs as well. But for, for, for your defense – how demoralizing was that when Sam Hartman continued to pull a rabbit out of his hat and convert on third and long? I mean, these weren't yeah. third and two, third and three. Yeah, they were killers. I mean, you know, the whole game plan was to get off the field on third down, which we thought we would because we've done that all year, and then stay on the field on third down to protect our defense because we didn't have the depth to play 100 snaps. Like, that was our game plan. Hmm. And that backfired. We had to play 100 snaps. And so that made our offense need to score more points. And we didn't get it done. You know, we, we missed a field goal that we should have made. Uh, we had two trips into the red zone that ended up with field goal attempts instead of touchdowns. You know, and then we had uh, the special teams play that allowed them to get a, a field goal at the end of the half. So there was just, you know, some things that didn't go our way. And Unfortunately, that's football, you know, and, and there was some officiating that made it hard, and so that, that happens, and I'm not saying anything to downgrade those guys. They make mistakes, and that night felt like there was more of them that were made towards us, and when that happens, you have to overcome it with your play, and we just weren't able to do that. This season, NC State has had 23 quarterback sacks. Food Lion Feeds is a proud per partner of the Wolfpack, and will donate 1,000 meals to our local food bank this season for each sack. That's a current total of 23,000 meals to feed our neighbors in need. We're doing a break. We'll return after this. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light from Learfield. NC State Athletics has partnered with the North Carolina Healthcare Association to reward and recognize our local healthcare heroes. Let's give thanks to our healthcare workers for their incredible work during the pandemic and nominate them to be recognized and publicly thanked for their service. To nominate a healthcare worker, please visit gopack.com slash heroes. That's gopack.com slash heroes to nominate a deserving healthcare worker. Hey, Wolfpack fans, make sure to visit Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, conveniently located on Hillsborough Street for all your game day needs. 
with over 20 LED TVs, cornhole, championship pool tables, and a huge selection of draft beers, it's perfect for groups and large parties. Visit BrickHouse-NC.com for more information and to view our upcoming events. That's BrickHouse-NC.com. Come check us out. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. It's bow time. <laughs> So it's game time, and you got a bunch of rabid fans. Dad, we're hungry. You head out to fire up burgers and dogs and go from grill master to MVP. Then you realize you're out of GAS. Yup, out of gas on game day. What do you do? Drop a big bow box on it. Game on. Feed a family of four with eight pieces of chicken, biscuits, fixings, and tea. It's bow time. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. There's never been a better time to be at Pinehurst Resort, the home of American golf. The championship legacy of Pinehurst No. 2 endures as the U.S. Open's first anchor site and is just one of nine championship golf courses to experience. Enjoy a loop on the cradle, the short course that's been hailed as the most fun 10 acres in all of golf. Off the course, indulge in craft beer and barbecue at the Pinehurst Brewing Company or relax in the stylish North-South Bar. Pinehurst, a proud sponsor of NC State Athletics, has never been better. Go to Pinehurst.com now to plan your visit. I'm Tony Ainge, Jeff Gravely, my co-host, and Coach Dave Dorn is joining us as well. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Learfield NC State, to getting up, getting ready for our game against uh, Syracuse on Saturday, 4 o'clock will be the kickoff time from Carter-Finley Stadium. Getting back to the third down situation with Wake Forest, one reason Wake coming in the game was 51% on third down was because they were doing a good job on first and second down, yeah. obviously. Could you make the case that your defense on first and second down, for the most part, was pretty good? Yeah, I mean, look, we defended 18 possessions in the game, which is more than normal. Usually it's around 12. You know, we had seven three and outs. We took three takeaways. Uh, so that's 10 possessions where they had no points. That's pretty damn good against that offense. You know, would we have liked to have done better? Yes. And the thing that stood out was third and long defense and red zone defense. You know, those are the two areas that Wake got the best of us. But if you had gone into the game and, and told me that we were going to stop them that many times without points, I would have thought we were going to win that football game, and we just didn't. Coach, the uh, crazy two-minute span there at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half, I, I don't know if I've seen anything like that where yeah. you guys get the touchdown passes to from Leary to Emeka and Devin, and then 
bam. Yeah. Leads things off in the second half. Have you ever seen anything pile up that quickly, that close to around halftime? You guys have been really good closing the half. Well, that's why I like to defer uh, to open the mm -hmm. game. You know, I, I like getting the ball first in the second half because if you can get the final possession of the first half, you have a chance to get back-to-back -back scores and completely swing the game. And some games we've been able to get points, and uh, some games we've gotten points and opened up with points in the third quarter. And, and when you do that, it's like a turnover, you know. I mean, you completely grab momentum of the football game. And in that game, it was really a trifecta, you know, to score twice and then get another score. Um, so, you know, really the only thing that could have made that better was not giving them the field goal, you know, within mm -hmm. that between. But outside of that, I think our, our two-minute offense has been outstanding whether it's end of half or end of game, the guys have done a great job. Kickoff returns have almost become extinct. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you look at this year, I think total BAM had eight for, for 175 yards, and then he had 194 with three there. Why do you – I know kicking through the end zone is, a, is the way to go, but were you surprised that he even had three opportunities to, to take a, a kickoff considering yeah. he had the 72-yarder in that span in the end of the second quarter? Yeah, I mean, after he had the big return, I didn't know if they'd kick it to him again. They actually sky-kicked it before that one. Um, and, and if you were there, you'd know there was a strong wind in one direction and not the other. And so maybe they felt they'd get that one in the end zone. They had not been a team that had a, a big percentage of touchbacks. So we did know he would get some opportunities if they had to kick off in that game. You know, to answer your question, you're right. It's hard with the kickers today that get the ball kicked so deep to get, you know, uh, enough returns to get your average up and, and really to get good at blocking on that because it, you don't get a lot of practice. I mean, you can go out there 50 straight reps and have 50 touchbacks, and your guys never block anybody on those plays. Knowing how much time and energy Ty Goble invests in all special teams, but kickoff returns as well, did you figure along the way this season, if you got a game where you might have some opportunities, that Bam Knight could pop one or two. Yeah, I mean, he's too good a football player not to think he's not going to make some plays. I mean, every time he touches the ball, there's a chance he's going to make something happen. He's just – he's strong, he's fast, and, you know, if he gets his momentum going, it's really hard to catch up to him. And, you know, he sees things as a returner. So, you know, we're lucky to have – and we've been fortunate here, you know. I mean, Naheem was that way too. Every time he touched it, you got excited back there. And it's the same way with Bam. If they, if they kick it to him, you know, look out. On the other side of that, with the kickers booting the ball in the end zone so often, do you ever worry about your kickoff coverage team relaxing a little bit? You know, every time we get in that huddle, we we say that to them. You have to cover here. This may not go into the end zone. We always remind them of that. And so, yeah, to answer your question, absolutely. And because of that, we address it every single time because Trent's human, you know. He's not going to always put it in the end zone. He's going to have a wind or he's going to miss hit a ball and – when that happens, those guys got to cover, and no different than that squib. And, you know, had it bounced like some squibs where it bounces all over the place, would have been a great call. Um, had we kicked it deep and the guy returned it for a touchdown, I would have been criticized for not squibbing it. Uh, in retrospect, shouldn't have squibbed it, but it wasn't a great squib, and we didn't cover it well. And so I take the credit, you know, for squibbing it. But I also know the flip side of that because I have actually saw us punt to Giovanni Bernard here 
Yep. At UNC one year. Oh, boy. I, right? So what, what do you think they said after we that game? We can laugh now. Ooh, you're right, Coach. You know, what do you think they said after that game? You should have kicked it out of bounds. And well, still say. Right. Well, right. if he would have kicked it out of bounds and shanked it 10 yards. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, then, oh, you should have kicked it deep. Like, these are all calls that we get to, like, critique after the fact. Right. In the heat of the moment, you go with what you think is the right thing to do, and then your players need to cover those plays for you and make plays. And on that particular play, we had two guys in position, and they didn't get it done. But I will own the call because I made the call. And I think that's the thing people have to understand in this game. It's easy to be an after-the-fact, Yes, I would have done this coach, and we don't get that luxury. It's like and, and an example was Saturday night, uh, when to use blitzes and when to not, and when to yeah. put your corners on an island where they have to play one-on-one. And, you know, it's easy after the game to say, well, I don't know why they blitz there or I don't know why they didn't blitz there. You go with what you think you're going to do successfully because there were times where when you guys hurried Hartman, he was very inaccurate. He was. Very inaccurate. But you can't sit there and let him – with a three-man rush, just kind of sit and sit and sit and throw. I don't care how accurate or inaccurate he is. So well, another yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean, that play, you would think that a corner would look for the ball instead of just run into his man, knowing the ball's going to come out probably in one second with that mm-hmm. blitz. So, you know, it, it's just the way football is. Sometimes young guys don't make the plays you hope they're going to make, and sometimes us adults don't make the calls that we should make, and, you know, we're human. As coaches, we tell our players that, you know, good coaches have players that make them look good. Sometimes we need them to cover us up, you know. <laughs> That's true. That's how it is. And sometimes we make great calls that make them look good. That's the game, you know. And unfortunately in that one, we needed one more for, from a player or from a coach to swing it. We just didn't get it done. Shy battle won't be available in the first half against right. Syracuse, as we know. And you touched on this during your press conference on Monday about uh, the how penal the targeting penalty is because you lose a half the second half of the game you're playing and then you lose the next half the week after i'm sure there's a, a unanimous consensus amongst coaches that maybe that rule should be changed how do coaches go about expressing their concerns and perhaps changing rules for the future well i'm glad you asked me about that um because i want to make sure people understand i, I think the intent of the targeting rule was really good to to take the cheap shots out of the game um, I, I think there has to be a way when it's not a cheap shot to treat it as a personal foul uh, or an unsportsmanlike play where the kid has a 15-yard penalty, and if you do it again, you're ejected. And uh, I, I wish there was a way to have different ways to do it. How do we get rules changed? We reach out to the people on the Football Rules Oversight Committee and we express our distaste, and sometimes they reach out to us. And, and they've actually done that this year saying that they're looking at the targeting rule. I think everybody agrees that it's not fair to have a, a suspension into the next game for a young man, particularly when it wasn't a hit that was probably uh, intended. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference. So you, you remember the plays where a guy covers a punt and a punt returner has his head up and a guy just, I mean, literally mm-hmm. decapitates him. Eject a guy for that. I think mm-hmm. they should, you know. But a guy that's going to make a tackle on the ball carrier lowers his pad level and you have to lower yours and your head gets in it, there's no intent to injure anybody on that, and there shouldn't be a penalty for that. All right, we're going to take a break. One final segment coming up. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light from Learfield.
Hey, Wolfpack fans, this is Tony Haynes. Make Amedios a part of your pre- or post-game routine. Amedios has been serving the best Italian food in the Triangle since 1963. Amedios uses authentic family recipes and the freshest ingredients. Are you hungry for some of their famous homemade lasagna or oven-baked pizza? Then stop by and enjoy a good meal and true NC State atmosphere where pictures and autographed memorabilia cover the walls. They're located just inside the Beltline on Western Boulevard. Amedios Italian Restaurant, a Wolfpack family tradition for pre-game, post-game, and every meal in between. NC State Athletics and LS Tractor are making a commitment to honoring our community's first responders this season. If you know of a local first responder who goes above and beyond and deserves to be recognized at an NC State game, submit their story at gopack.com backslash LS Tractor to nominate them today. One local hero will be honored at each home game courtesy of LS Tractor. See the LS difference at lstractorusa.com. Where am I? It's the apartment of your dreams, Kyle. A Cortland apartment. Full of amenities like a resort-style pool and an exclusive fitness center. Everything seems so perfect. That's because Cortland puts their residents first. <laughs> Check out my dream biceps. Wait, why is my mom my personal trainer? That's it. Feel the burn, Kylie Wiley. It's your dream, Kyle. That's a question only you can answer. And dreamy apartment communities in Raleigh, Durham, Cortland, next level apartment living. At Fiesel, when it comes to your roof, we don't mess around. We always start with an elite leak barrier, purpose built cap nails, and the highest quality American made shingles. It's the extra effort that allows us to provide homeowners with a lifetime warranty. The details matter. That's why you hire Fiesel. Fiesel, a proud supporter of NC State Athletics. Learn more and schedule your free roof inspection at FieselInc.com. Nothing feels as good as a win, but a few things are more important. I'm Larry Barber, President and CEO of North State Bank. We believe everyone should be treated with dignity and respect on and off the field or the court, in life and in business. Get better together and win. If that sounds like the bank for you, visit NorthStateBank.com. North State Bank, the best call you'll ever make. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Proud supporters of the Wolfpack. Liberty Senior Living Communities offer vibrant lifestyles in some of North Carolina's most sought-after locations. The amenities of fine resorts and the incomparable comforts of home. All Liberty Senior Living Communities are designed for active seniors and feature whole person wellness, distinctive dining, life enrichment, and top-class amenities and services. Hayes Barton Place will be an upscale, life-plan community coming to Raleigh in 2024. Your ideal future, your ideal location inside the Beltline. Call 919-737-2335 to learn more. Final segment here on Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light. We were talking about the targeting rule and the punishment that comes with that. And uh, Jeff Gravely, you had a follow-up. Yeah, I just I'm curious, Coach. We go to the re- the monitor to review sometimes where it is targeting targeting. So it seems to me that there would be an easy evaluation to say this is a level one target or this is a level two target that you could differentiate between the two, whether the guys immediately kicked out of a game or or not can we not find levels of as you said intent to see whether someone egregiously is trying to hit someone in the head or not i hope they can you know i I think it's a subjective thing for those refs seeing it live 
Yeah. Uh, I, there's some that aren't subjective. It's like there's no doubt that guy went in there with his head to hurt that guy. Like you can see those ones. But, you know, I think there there needs to be some clarity on, you know, what's ejectable and what isn't. And, you know, how should they better officiate it not to penalize a young man that works as hard as he does and he just made a routine play and his head accidentally got involved in it. You know, like that should not be – we're dealing with it, and so is Wake. You know, Schmenda, they're, they're Mike mm-hmm. linebackers out. That's right. And so they're going to miss him this week in the first half. And offensive players lower their heads too. They but do. it, it mm-hmm. that, that could be called for targeting, but I, I have yet to see one. I have yet to Not see yet. one. Yeah, I haven't seen one with a ball carrier. You occasionally I'll see it with a crack block by a receiver or somebody like that. Your defensive coordinator, Tony Gibson, uh, candidate for the Frank Broyles Award, which is given to the top assistant coach in the country does he really deserve strong consideration especially when you look at the injuries he's had to work around this year yeah i think tony does a great job you know not just as a coach but just as a chemistry guy with our players with our staff and he's helped me a lot um very happy you know that he got the recognition and he earned it it's deserving and uh with all the injuries we've had to to be able to hold people under their norm in every game but maybe one this year and that might have been a one-point thing that mm-hmm. he didn't get done. He's done a tremendous job, you know, and, and I know he knows his work's not done yet, but what a dream team we had. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it would have been fun just to see the numbers on defense had sure. we been able to keep them all healthy this year. But uh, he's been able to keep them all playing hard, and I think that's a big tribute to him. Shy battle, Tyler Baker-Williams, Derek Pitts with interceptions yeah. last week to bring your total to 13. You had 10 last year. Why do you think you've been more successful in that uh category this year well a couple of reasons one we're catching the ball I think, you know last year we just dropped the balls mm-hmm. you know i think that's the first thing guys have improved their ball skills so you know I think that's confidence and that's you know working on it things like that second thing i think is we're playing with some guys that just have a better knack for getting there you know and, and uh devin boykin's got good ball skills shy battle uh, pitts has good ball skills you know, and I think the way they're being coached, just a second year under DeForest, second year under Freddie, second year under Brian, they're they're playing a little faster because they're hearing things over and over and over from the same people. Military Appreciation Day on Saturday against Syracuse, and you really take a lot of pride in the way that this school honors those who serve, don't you? It means a lot to me. You know, my, my dad and uh, my father-in-law were both active military during Vietnam. My grandparents and Sarah's grandparents. Um, so, you know, those are people we look up to, people we love, and so and we know them well. And then being in North Carolina, getting to know the, the you know, community, the Marsoc community, special ops down at Camp Lejeune, Fort Bragg, um, and then just being a part of it, man. You come down the, the Walk of Champions and all the military in their dress is there, and then you come out on the field and they're standing there. And these are people that die for us, mm. you know, to keep us in a position to play football and to walk around town. And it means a lot to me, you know, and, and I really appreciate just the pageantry. The school goes to the lengths to make sure that it's special. And I hope our fans show up to be a part of that. I think that would mean a lot to the military personnel as well. I've seen their faces when they are recognized, guys that have fought in, they're recognized here on the field. They take great pride in that. And obviously last year we missed that because of the COVID situation. Yeah. But, you know, they appreciate it and, and kind of feel a, a special – bond with the fans and get the applause that they never got when they were serving their country it's special i mean i said that to the players today like you know these people in uniform you don't know what they do but i know this we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them and and their sacrifices are incredible and some of them are deaths 
and they do that because they love their country and you know we need to make sure that we understand that they get to be out on that field with us and we're going to honor them in our play and so the guys get it and i think it's uh it's a special day you know and the flag it you know it covers yeah. the entire field the flyby that's going to happen you know the um, the guys that are coming back like from the program the guys that help us military wise they're coming some of those guys will be here with us so it's going to be a fun day. Syracuse tailback Sean Tucker leads the ACC in rushing, 1,362 yards on the season, and he's about to post the best season ever at Syracuse, which is saying something. There's a guy named Jim Brown <laughs> that played at Syracuse, Floyd but he would be passing Joe Morris. You remember he played the Giants. So what ma- what makes him so special, Coach? Yeah, he's getting the ball a lot, first of all. You know, he's averaging over six yards a carry, 25 touches a game. He's their second leading receiver, too, so it's not just as a runner. But as a pure runner, you know, he's patient. He can accelerate. Uh, he doesn't go down on easy contact. you got to wrap him. He's, he's not going to let you arm tackle him. And they don't do a lot in the run game, so I think he's really good at seeing what he needs to see on the inside zone, the stretch, the power. You know, they don't have a ton of things for him, and the O-line's helping them. Mm-hmm. They're doing some good things with their O-line. They're blocking well. They're, they're staying on people. They're moving people. So, yeah, it's anytime you can play against a guy that leads the nation in yards from scrimmage, you know, that's first in the ACC, you know, against a good defense. Like, our guys are excited to play him. He's a really good player. It's going to be – I told him, like, in the Big Ten, this is what we saw every week. Like, every week somebody had that guy. Mm-hmm. And it just hasn't – you know, it's become running back by committee nationally. To have a guy that's that guy walking in here, that's yeah, a great challenge for our team. Coach, we think about running quarterbacks successfully in the ACC. You think of Malik Cunningham. You think of Sam Howell. Uh, Garrett Schrader, since they've gone with him, has 13 rushing touchdowns, and he is a threat to run the football as well, not just Tucker. Well, the combined stats, we saw him today. That Between them, it's 2,000 yards rushing, and he's been sacked 24 times. So, you know, he's lost some yards too, and he's still averaging five yards a carry. We had him in uh, one of the camps, you know, running between 4.5 and 4.6 in high school. So we know he can run. I mean, he ran away from Florida State. He had like a 50-yard touchdown run in that game. And there were a lot of people running after him that couldn't catch him. So, yeah, we got our hands full in the running game this week. All right, Dave, thank you so much. All the best this weekend. All right, thanks for having me. Go Pack. And this has been Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light. We're all set for a Saturday afternoon tilt between Syracuse and NC State. Kick it off at Carter Finley Stadium at 4 p.m. Lowe's Foods countdown to kickoff begins promptly at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. David Modlin, our producer, engineer Kyle Winchester, is the executive producer of the Wolfpack Sports Network. We thank you so much for listening tonight. For Jeff Grabley, Dave Doran, Ruffin McNeil, I'm Tony Haynes, and we'll talk to you on Saturday. On the Wolfpack Sports Network from Learfield, you've been listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Dave Doran, presented by Coors Light. Tune in each week throughout the season to get the latest on NC State football. Wolfpack Weekly has been brought to you by Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, the Triangle's premier sports pub and bar, located in the heart of Raleigh off Hillsboro Street. Coca-Cola, new look, improved taste, new Coke, zero sugar, 
and by GFL Environmental, because everyone wins when we take care of the environment. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Wolfpack Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.